Welcome back to another episode. We're here again. The trade deadline has come and gone. It has been a good one for sure, but fellas, how y'all doing today? Good, man. Thank you so much for having me back, bro. Fourth time to my wife this for sure this time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I, I, I didn't overstay my welcome, but hey, Carlos, how you doing, my man? We're doing good, man. Yeah, like you said, the trade deadline has come and gone, and uh, honestly, it was a lot more eventful than I thought it was going to be. Truthfully, oh, for sure. I, I mean, did not expect this many guys, this many bigger name guys to go. But uh, I mean, pitching was moving yeah. everywhere. Arms were coming and going. And the beauty of what happened is this is exactly what Rob Manfred and whoever else was part of that think tank that came up with the new format to get these other teams in the playoffs. A lot of teams were active because they want to. Mookie home run. Hold on one second. Oh, oh shit! If that's gone, bro. Nah. Okay, that's it. To triple? Anyway. Oh, uh, wow. anyway, Run, Mookie. You know, with this format now, you got teams that are holding on to what they need and fortifying their team to be able to get a chance to get in. And, uh, shit, Carlos, what was your biggest takeaway, man? I think my biggest takeaway, um, it's not necessarily a positive either. I think Baltimore going out and getting Jack Flaherty. I think that's big. I think it's a letdown. Oh, really? I think think that's a good move. I think it's a good move, but I also think it's a letdown because Jack Larry. Don't get me wrong; he's probably their best pitcher now. I mean, he's and he's been he's been pitching pretty decent. But I I I really was hoping that the Orioles would have gone and you know tried a Dylan Cease or tried a Scherzer or Verlander. I really wanted them. I mean, the pieces the pieces were probably just too much for than they wanted to get rid of. You know what I mean? Hey, look, a team that has hit home runs with all these prospects. The last two years, I would say that their GM is probably a little trigger shy to let these guys go because selfishly they're like, "Yo, these guys turned we, into we've we, been we did the we did this we did this like this, why would we get rid of it? Control this is going to be five plus years of this shit. And like I said, there's a lot of pitching coming up in free agency this year. And the only thing to Carlos' point though is that they haven't won anything since '83. They haven't been in first place in the AOEs this late in the season since 2016. I don't. But, and if they felt like, and I, I, I see your point too, homie. If they felt like they didn't have enough to win, it's not. They're not going to say that, obviously, right? They're not going to say that they don't feel like they have. They're not one or two pieces away from winning it all. So why give up a top prospect? Well, and that's kind of where I'm at with them. I mean, like we talked about last time, the Orioles might be a little bit ahead of schedule. Yeah. Right, so seeing what's going on this year, they're like, we're gonna make moves that make sense, right? There's no need to get rid of what we have built or what we have, you know, that's already developed and stuff. So I think they're more in the area like, if we can get a good enough piece for the right price, then we're willing to do it. But again, I think, I think everyone kind of sees them as a little ahead of schedule at the moment. So they're just like, if we can keep riding this out, like. You know, if if we win it and we can win it, then yeah, let's obviously try to win it. But if we don't, at the same time, it's not really a big disappointment. Well, like, to the other point that you mentioned is if they're going to hold off for free agents, right? Are they going to go give the bag to Aaron Nola? Not, I mean, Aaron Nola isn't going to cost anyone a bag. Let's be honest. You don't. Aaron Nola's going to be paid. Not. I don't Bro. think. With all the arms that are going to be out there, I don't think Aaron Nola gets. I mean, yeah, he's going to. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's going to get a good amount of money for sure. All right, so but he's not going to pay Aaron Nola. He's not going to get no Scherzer money if that's what you're kind Scherzer's of expecting. Well, you know, know what I mean? Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, twenty-five, maybe twenty. That's the thing that I'm that. <laughs> oh shit! 
Because <laughs> I mean, you got to you got to think Julio's Julio's going to be one of the, the next one, one uh, of the better pit starting plus. pitchers. That's yeah, maybe thirty, mm-hmm. maybe thirty. Carlos, what do you think, bro? I don't know. I I think um, I think the Baltimore Orioles right now, are, to me, are the best team in the American League. I think they have essentially everything that they need to make a World Series run, and I think if they would have, and don't even, like you said, Jack Flaherty has been throwing better, but. Imagine if they went, would have gotten a Dylan Cease in that rotation. I think that would have made them so much better. I'm disappointed well, I mean, that nobody really threw prospects at Seattle. I mean, Seattle, it sounds like they... sounds like they were ready to They unload. were ready to go, and yeah. nobody threw it. Orioles could have easily got something happening. Well, and I mean, St. Louis did get uh, three... They got an infielder and two pitchers from that trade. From the Jack Flaherty from trade, the yeah. Jack Flaherty trade, so... I mean, they still give up three guys. I'm assuming I don't know, you know, their rankings. I think I think the three guys were. I think the best one was ranked like 14th or I think 14th maybe was the best one in the Orioles organization, right? According to MLB.com. Right. Um, I think the best farm system in the league. I think, uh, yeah, I think the the highest ranked was 14. I want to say I could be wrong on that, but. Regardless, I mean, I you mean, kept you, you kept your top ten you, prospects. You, keep every, yeah, you know what I, I mean? Like, like I, I think that I think is a good move. Right, and I, like I said, it's not a terrible. I'm more disappointed in that's it that that's all they got. Yeah. Like I like I said, I think I just think they're ahead of schedule. Like I mean, I get it. Everybody wants to see them do it, and everybody wants to go. But you've built this. Like this has been years and years and years coming. You know what I mean? Why would you just go and want to give it all away now for because you see you're right there. Like you've been building this to be there multiple times, well, not just now, right? And it's also worth noting the Orioles is not are not a team that gives out contracts. They're not they don't pay their well, they players. Don't, they don't have money. And, yeah. Well that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, there might be huge big free agent pitchers, but who's to say they really go out there and throw somebody a contract? Well no, and but like I said, I think they're probably still scared from that Chris Davis contract that they're mm, still paying for the yeah. next twenty years. That's probably true. So you do something like that, that probably scars you for life. So yeah, like I said, it, it's a good move and don't get me wrong, like that's it's definitely gonna benefit them in a positive way, but I just wish they would have done a little more. I think Baltimore should be in win now simply because their team is hot. You ride this wave But that team's gonna be hot for the next couple of years. You, I mean I mean, I mean all their guys are pretty much like guys brought through their system that are still super young. Yeah, you're right. I mean, who's the oldest guy they have playing for them? Santander, I think. Before we move on from the trade, just to get clarifying what you guys acquired from the Orioles, you guys got three guys that immediately are entered into your top thirty prospects. So yes, the guys that you got for Jack Clarity, which was one. Uh, let's see here. So it looks like it was Cesar Pietro, the infielder, infielder, the and Cuban you guys infielder. got a right-handed pitcher Drew Rom and a, or sorry, left-handed pitcher Drew Rom. And a right-handed pitcher, Zach Showalter. All three of those prospects are now in the top thirty of your guys' you know of there. yeah of, of our the, system. Like our system, not too shabby either. So that's not a bad return. And can we talk about how high the prices were for a lot of these people? No, they're stupid. I mean, people. I mean, the, like I think it all came it all came to light real quick when you saw what the uh, Angels gave up. Yeah, what the Angels gave up for, for Lucas Giolito and and, and whoever the other guy is. You and know what for I mean? uh, who was the other guys that they picked? Oh, Randall Gritchick and C.J. Crone. That's they also acquired them from Colorado and they, they gave up uh, Jake Madden and Mason Albright. I'm not sure which one, but another one of them was a top ten. That's prospect. what I'm. That's what I'm saying. But again, it's 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 how good or like where are these prospects? Again, I don't know too much of the Angels farm system. I haven't really followed a lot, even of the bees this year, right? But like, how good are those guys in relation to the whole to to yeah, all course. the minor leagues? So you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, 
I mean, if that's if you're giving away a top ten prospect for Aranda Gruchik, like clearly you're all in. But I mean, is that is that really the right move to make? No. I mean, is Randall Gruchik really going to make that big of an impact to your team? No. And, and no. saying that, I think the Angels definitely lost this trade. Oh, they, okay, they yeah, like move, you, yeah, moving on. Yeah, yeah, just sure. moving on. I mean, they they got Randall Gruchik, CJ Crone from the Rockies, and they also got um, Lucas Giolito and uh, the reliever. Why can't I can't remember his name because who knows who he is? Reynaldo Lopez. <laughs> All I believe all four of them are rentals, so not one of them. You know, they'll all be free agents this year. But the the Angels gave up a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of what they don't have. Nothing. A lot of what they don't have. Lucas Giolito and his two outings have been bad, horrible, really bad for the <laughs> Angels. So I, I think what they expected, man. He was he wasn't he wasn't he good. Was rescinding. I, yeah, I mean, you know, he didn't he have there. a good last year. He didn't really. He. I mean, it's not like you can say he's had a great year so far this year. Like. I don't know. Again, you're giving up that haul for for that guy. Like, I get it. You're all in, but I think you're just doing yourself more damage. Especially, so they went all in last Tuesday, July 25th, when they said that Otani was off the table. They were playing the Tigers. You would feel a certain way when you're playing the Tigers. You probably feeling yourself like, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then we we ended up with what was probably one of the best performances in a day by a player, where Otani threw that shutout. And then hit two jacks the very next game. Yeah. And everybody's like, okay, they're going for it. They were three games back of the Blue Jays. When we last, last talked. Last, yeah. Yep. Three games back of the Blue Jays for that last coveted playoff spot in the wild card in the American League. Proceeded to drop two or three to the Blue Jays. Showed very little fight in the first two games. Scoring two runs combined. Oh, look, Josh Bell's new new face, new place. Yeah, Josh Bell to Miami. Who coming else? Up they in got? The, coming up in the bottom of the 11th with oh, two outs. Two outs going on second. They're right, down around. Pauses real quick here for, for this year. Yeah, Josh Bell didn't move to Miami from Cleveland. Cleveland got Gene Segura and a prospect in that trade. And so Gene Segura is getting released from what I've seen. I'm well, surprised that Gene fell this hard on his face. I'm I know, dude. Was in contention. Yeah, I know. He was always a good he, guy, too. He was always the, clutch in big situations. One of the guys to strike out. One of the guys that you shore up second base, and now it's... Yeah. And Josh Bell went deep in his first. I don't know if it was his first or second at bat. So three for four today. First game as a Marlins. So it kind of seems like he's fitting in just fine there. Hey man, Marlins make the playoffs. Mel it in, man. They're gonna win the World Series. Remember? Oh yeah, remember they 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 get in, they win it. So yeah. I mean, they might. Who knows? No, relax. They're pitching though. I mean, they did get David Robertson. They got Robertson to go try to close hold that bullpen a little bit more. Oh, I and mean, Jake if, Berger. They got Jake Berger from the White Sox. Yeah, they did get there Berger. There he is right there. Fuck, dude, he chews gum hard as fuck. <laughs> they were giving out uh, $5 burgers at uh, whatever that field's called. Lone Depot? Lone Depot Park. $5 burgers today in honor of Jake Berger. Fuck, is Josh Bell going to strike out? Let's see. Probably. Oh. oh. This is a great podcast oh. and we just fucking watched. Anyway, so, I know. <laughs> so, so we were saying before this scenario popped up in front of us is that the Angels, and, and I could agree with both of you, that they definitely made doesn't look like the right choice right now, which, yeah, is, no. which is, you know, already forfeiting your future for what could be possibly a very, very sad end to the season. Yeah. They can get down seven games. Oh! Oh, oh, oh Turner with another no, Trey Turner with the another The $280 million, error. man. Thank God Dodgers didn't pay that. Oh, my God. So he tied it up because of an error. The game is now tied in the bottom of the 11th with two outs. That would have been 
That would have ended the game. That would have been game Dude, over. Jacob Stalin slow as shit. Also worth noting, uh, Anthony Volpe is having a better year than uh, Trey Turner. So. Bro, there's no need trash, to bring this bro. up. I'm just saying. No, no. <laughs> Look at that. Just straight up ate him up. Uh, no, no, he closed his eyes. Trey, you said the lights were too bright in LA, man. You weren't doing that over there. Look at that. Yikes, bro. Yeah, that's bad. Back to the American League West. He's not. He's not having a good year, man. We're gonna. No, he's having a I feel, weird. I feel bad for no, him. I don't feel of. bad. Fuck that. Two hundred million. <laughs> serious? Might be. A, oh, Jazz Chisholm. It'll oh. be the show. Walk this shit off, bro. Right now. Nah, unhealthy toe. Oh yeah, huh? Turf toe still affecting him. Uh. But yeah, man, I think okay. the I think West. I think the Angels made a made Fucked a huge up. mistake. I mean, that's that's uh, another dumb mistake there by Artie. So and the G, who's did you say the GM was? Uh, Whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but other than that, I mean, obviously Houston and uh, and the Rangers getting the Mets starters over there, right? Verlander going back to Houston. Max Scherzer going to the Rangers. The Rangers also picked up Jordan Montgomery and. Um, who else did they get? Did they, Hicks? They, they uh, got Chris Hicks. No, that was no yeah, they got Stratton. Stratton. They got yeah, Stratton. Hicks from went to the Blue Jays. Yeah, because Hicks went back. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so they went out and picked those guys. Nathan Evaldi going on the IL right so now getting, for forearms. Getting, getting Max and Jordan, you can you already know that they knew something was up with, with the old, Yeah. Because I think that news came out literally the next right, day, yeah, right, right after, after the deadline. So, yeah. It looks like the AOS, and we're already we're gonna shun shun the Angels. They're they're yeah, out. I they're, mean they're they're not in that race. Stupid mistake. Uh, doesn't look good. I so mean, now we're looking at a two team race, the battle for Texas, man. And in the early two thousand tens, in the last part of last decade, the Rangers were having their way, man, with that division, right, for a couple years. The Astros were the last. Back when they had uh, what's his name? Uh, Washington. Yeah, Washington is their coach. Yeah, doing coke and every, yeah. 2011 yeah. when they lost to St. Louis. Then 10, 2012. 10 they lost to the Giants. Oh yeah. 2012, they uh, they didn't make it to the World Series. I think they so. lost in the in the ALCS. Yeah. 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 So they're back and they're prominent again. They're in, and another team that we talk about that could be a, early, right? They they might be a year early based on what they got, but they are all in, man. The GM over there, Chris Young, when he first got the job, made splash signings with Corey Seager, Marcus Stroman, and then last Marcus year... Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon, correct. And last year gets Jacob Agram, and now... See, that's kind of that's kind of the difference in situation, say, between them and Baltimore for me, right? 100%. The Rangers went out, and they put some money into this as to where oh, the Orioles have built this stuff. So as Texas, yeah, I got to go in, and I got to make sure I get some key contributing pieces for right now. Yeah. As the Orioles, I was sitting back and being more of that. You know, if we can find a good piece for the right price, then, yeah, we'll take it, and we'll take a shot at it, even if we don't win, right? As to where the Rangers are like, yeah, we need to win because we have it. We're here. We got the team, so we need to make it happen happened right well, that's the, the difference the rangers yeah the talent's up and the acquisitions are up now but what you got to think about is that they understand that their window isn't as big as baltimore yeah exactly and Ian have let's see it he's underrated man Ian very underrated. very yeah so with with the rangers they're they're gonna go out and fortify the lineup the lineup would you say just on top of your head Braves aside, because I think the Braves on their own. Yeah, the Braves top to line, they're, top they're, to nine are own stratosphere. They're yeah, the, they're Braves, everybody else. Yeah, but I could say that the Rangers are probably top five offense in Major League Baseball. I mean, probably top three. Who's better than them? Maybe Houston. Healthy. Then the Rangers. Yeah. 
I mean, like healthy wise, just wise? just like line up on paper, kind of looking thing. What I mean, if everybody's Jackson, playing to their full potential? I probably take Houston's lineup over the Rangers. I mean, it's hard not to say Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, and I mean you can really look at run differential. Texas has a one hundred, a plus one forty seven run differential. Tampa Bay has a plus one thirty seven. I mean, so realistically, oh, and then oh, well, you, you said not Atlanta, but so I mean, yeah, so the Rangers are about ten runs better than. Uh, the Rays right now, yeah, right. But they also play in them harder division. Tampa Bay does. Well, that's also very. They're true. playing harder teams than you know on a right more regular basis. Texas is playing Oakland. What is it now? Nine times I think a yeah. year or something like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, regardless, yeah, like you said, I think uh, the Rangers are in win now simply because of age. I think Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon are not young guys like the Gunnar Hendersons and Adley Rutschman's on Baltimore side. So I see that. So they did go out and get Max Scherzer. Uh, in a trade where they gave up uh, Luis Angel Acuna, Ronald Acuna's little brother. Yeah, was that their number one prospect? I believe that was their top prospect. So higher than Jack Leiter? Mm, yes, I believe so. No, uh, I don't, I don't I think, think he was. I think top position players. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. I think that's what it was. Um, Max Scherzer is owed $43 million. Texas Jesus. will pay uh, $22.5 of that. So right, let's bring that up real quick. So we're we're still gonna stay in the AOS, but you since the two biggest pieces of the trade deadline went to this division in what was and biggest pieces as far as money, maybe not as impact, but Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. Steve Cohen pretty much bought himself out of those contracts. Now Max Scherzer, let's be real. Velocity down. Velocity down. I mean, I think they're both on a decline at this point. Justin I mean, Verlander put a couple starts together. There. Yeah, he yeah. did, but don't get me wrong. He's not the. I mean, he's. If you get Verlander in the playoffs this year, next year, he's probably still going to be a very dominant, very a guy that's going to be feared very much. Scherzer right now, I don't think is feared as much as he used to be. Yeah, you know what I mean? I that's think. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. Like, everything's by, down, by spins off. Like, I and mean. And then Steve Cohen, Uncle Stevie, man, he. He paid his way for prospects, so it's definitely not the way you want to do it. No, but, but he didn't come empty-handed there. He got he did what he did, but the Mets aren't going to contend anytime soon. That's besides the point. Last time we were here, we talked, and we said, who is going to win the AOS, right? And I was telling both of you that I was very, very nervous that the Astros are getting healthy at the right time. And not only getting healthy, they're fortifying that chemistry. And what happened last night? Framer remember who he was. Yeah, no hitter, man. Through that no no. So, Carlos, I ask you again, who's winning the AOS? I've said it from the beginning. I said Houston's not ready to give that division up. Um, don't care the hype about Texas, and don't get me wrong, the Rangers are a very good team. But depending on how long Evaldi's out, I still got my money on Rangers. I, 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 that rotation just got better. I mean, that rotation lot, was winning. Got, no, I wouldn't better. say a lot better, but it got better. But I, mean, I you, think Houston's rotation got better. Um, Justin Verlander, uh, another big trade to the Astros. Um, that's where uh, that's where I think is a difference maker here because one, he was there last year. He's been he was there since 2017, I believe. Um, won the World Series, won his Cy Young last year with them. But I think what solidifies him is he's that he's the captain. I feel like of the pitching staff, maybe just because of his age, sure, the, everything he's won. But he, there was that tweet where he texted uh, Maldonado, I don't know if it was yesterday or maybe two nights ago when he was traded, saying, like, I'm back or something like that. Maldonado something, sent something back along the lines like, fuck yeah, or something like that. I mean, so the chemistry's there. So I, I don't know. I think Framber's throwing the ball well. I mean, JV's going to do what JV does, and that's why I think Houston is going to be 
I mean, I think still have Christian, still have Christian Javier over there. Christian too. Javier, Kitty. I mean, know. they got guys, and I, I mean, mean uh, so right Hunter now, Brown. right now is a dead heat. Right now, as far as win loss percentage, they're tight. Texas has the percent the percentage advantage, but technically, win loss is tight. See you later, ball. And you know, Mookie can if he hits thirty nine home runs, he'll be the shortest guy ever to hit thirty nine home runs. The shortest height-wise? Yep. Oh, so wow. Mel Lott was 5'8", and that's way before our time. Old guy, right? He hit 38 home runs in a season. God Mookie, damn, Mookie, Mookie is 5'9", uh, maybe. If you ever seen this man play, he looks like a little kid out there. I mean, 29 bombs, that ain't no little kid. <laughs> no, 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 I've seen him hit a tank in Arizona, bro. He he hits, he hits and he, he rocks that axe bat, too. He's bigger than him. It's crazy as shit. Anyway, beyond that, tied dead heat, Hummy still has the Rangers. Let me fill you in on this, Hummy, real quick. Are you ready? Sure. All right. The Rangers are playing the White Sox right now. They're just kicking that ass, working on that uh, run differential right now. They just they just smoked Dylan Seaf, right? They got Miami. They got Oakland. They got a Giants team that still got something to play for. And then... That'll be a good series. After that, every team... So they got Angels, maybe they play Brewers, definitely. Diamondbacks, definitely. Twins are trying to close that division up. They're done playing Houston, bro, Be, until the September 4th. Yeah. It's a three-game set in Dallas. Division going to be done, do you think? Well, who does Houston have on their schedule coming up? I mean, you got to think there's two months left of, uh, of regular season play, right? Houston, so uh, they play the Yankees this weekend in New York. That's See, so that's tough. Uh, they play Baltimore. I mean, that's so tough. That's two tougher series. I wouldn't say tough necessarily for the Yankees. Um, for the Astros. For the Astros, I mean. I mean, the, that, they, those are still going to be some very fought, some hard yeah, fought no, games. For sure. Not for saying sure. they can't win it's them. It's not obviously. Oakland. It's not Detroit. They're exactly. Not. Like those are those are two very good teams. Right. Even the Yankees being in last place, they can still obviously you see come out and win some ball. So games, yeah, so. so they play four in New York, three against Baltimore, and they're on the road. I'm guessing in the road for both right, of those, so. and then back home against the Angels, Miami easy series, should Seattle, be easy. should be Austin. easier. Boston's playing good. and Boston again for August. That's the month of August. So August August finishes. Three-game lead for the Rangers? I mean, I could see it. I could see a three- to five-game lead possibly. Five-game lead? You might as well mail that shit in. I mean, you got you to gotta imagine. I mean, I don't care what team you are. If you go to New York and you lose a series against New York, you go to Baltimore and you lose a series against Baltimore, you can play whoever you want after that. Be so deflated that you end up losing a series to the Angels. You know what I mean? Like what? Like you know those streaks get, those streaks come, and when they come, sometimes they come. So it it can be you know what I mean? One of those instances where you just let it go a little too far. I agree. And in oh. their last ten games, Texas is three and seven. The Houston Astros are seven and three. So. No, I mean there's two teams that are trending in different directions. Rangers did it at the deadline and went out and solidified what they yeah. had to do. But again, you can't buy chemistry. Yeah, like that's Jay, true. Like Jay Z said, you can pay for school, but you can't buy class. Right? Yeah, that's very like, true. Like Houston's cheating aside, fuck them. But beyond that, you can't take away that they've been there and know what to do. Dusty Baker's a very seasoned manager that can mm-hmm. handle any situation, really. And last year, getting over the hump, finally getting that World Series. I hate to say it, boys. It might be a sixth straight 
ALCS for the I, no, I think so, too. I, I mean, it's and the it exact could, same team. It, and it could definitely and be. And if they get in wild card, at this point, they're probably, what, 70-plus percent chance to make the playoffs? Probably, yeah. Probably. They get in, they get in. But home field advantage, maybe, would be important for them. Oh, yeah. And Especially if you got if you got because the tech, the Rangers are probably going to be there too, right? So, so, yeah, man. So you're staying on your Rangers? Yeah, I'm sticking with the Rangers. I'm I mean, I, I really like what the Rangers have going What's on. What's going to be mean, the most important player downstairs for you? I mean, Corey Seager, Corey Seager, and Marcus Simeon offensively are going to be the two guys without the shift. He's, yeah. He's oh just, yeah, he's dude. Just, no shift, and it. he can't be. He's no no one can touch. I mean, we he's were just right before we started the podcast. We heard Brian Kenny say, you know, of all the. Shortstop, they got these contracts. If Corey's gonna play like this, he's he's the right one. He's the right. One he was the right one to get. Yeah. Carlos, yeah. what's up, man? Your brother over here saying Texas is gonna hold off in August, build a little lead. When they, I don't know that they build a lead. I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? I think, I think that I, series between the three game series between them two, in September is September what's gonna, gonna decide it. Yeah, it's what's gonna decide it. Very, and there's bad blood. Like that's turned into a rivalry now yeah. that the Rangers are actually good. Like it. we saw last. What was it? A couple weeks ago, they played, and uh, when Simeon hit that bomb, and he came and yeah. he like he like jumped on the play. Maldonado didn't like it, I and mean, they were getting their asses whooped. But I think it's really going to come down to that series because the month of August, I think they're going to be neck and neck. You know, one game here, one game there, sure. But I think that three game series, whoever wins that, is really going to yeah. is going to be the one who kind of comes out on top. Yeah, I think it comes down to that. And like series. I said, I the only reason I have Houston winning this division still is simply because of the chemistry, simply because of the experience. All those guys have been there. All those guys know each other. Alex Bregman's been on that team, you know, since the beginning, since, you know, when all this started. So that's why I think, yeah, Texas made all the right moves and they got better. They did get also Austin Hedges because Jonah Heim went down. Yeah. Something with his wrist. So, and Austin Hedges is a pretty good catcher. You got to think about Austin Hedges, the staffs that he helped essentially be the anchor behind. He was, you know, catcher on the Indians or Guardians and he was able to help that pitching staff last year. Yeah. Remember Tristan McKenzie and all these guys Shane that Bieber. all these guys that he was able to and then before that he was on the Padres and on the Padres they had those years when they were making these fucking Chad Paddock look like somebody else. Yeah. Right? And then this year the resurgence of Mitch Keller with the Pittsburgh Pirates that could be an underrated signing because they don't need the offense. Right. Yeah. They don't need the offense. They need somebody that can hold that pitching staff, especially if you're getting new guys in like Max Scherzer, like Jordan, Jordan Montgomery, Montgomery, and then making sure that everybody else plays. Oh, game over? A little bloop? Oh. Game over. That, that's just a sad way to lose. That's Miami sucks. with a little bloop. Shout out the third. first uh, female GM came on. That should have been you, Derek. That should have been you, Derek. <laughs> Derek. Alright, so before we jump... Uh, Back to the AL East because I feel like we just brushed on the Orioles and then you brought up the Angels and we get upset. We just got we just, we just, we just get we just see red and want to talk shit on them. I do want to bring up the fact that the AL Central is just ass and the, nobody did shit. The Twins yeah, got no. Michael Lorenzen and that was it, right? No, the no, Twins. The, the, the Phillies twins, got Michael Lorenzen. The Phillies oh, got who, Michael. What, what the Twins did nothing. No, Michael Lorenzen was on the on Detroit on Detroit and yeah. went to Philly. And went to Philly. Who I guess you know does help that pitching staff, but apart from that, I don't think anything in that. Yeah, I don't think anything serious happened in that central. I mean, Josh well, Bell left Cleveland, and that was about it. Yeah. Not, so I, I guess the only thing we can just briefly touch on the fact is that the White Sox screwed up just like the Angels. Did. Yep, I think so too. When it was time to make this money and go get all and reload, I mean, you got you had already pretty much cleared half the house. You know you what I mean? Why didn't you just got, finish? 
You could have somebody would have overpaid for Eloy. Somebody would have overpaid for Tim. Maybe not Tim, but somebody would have overpaid for Joan Moncada. Moncada. They obviously they were gonna let Luis go, but, but if Dylan Cease, Dylan Cease would have got you three number one. All of them. All Dylan of them. Cease would have got you three top ten. I'm finishing off the season with my Triple A team, and I'm getting ready for next year. Well, I'm, I'm fucking clearing. Like, I'm clearing about, that whole house. About the central, you don't really need to do much to. Felt, felt territory. AJ Przinsky, you seen that one? I love that dude. So AJ Przinsky was on. Uh, they have their podcast too called Felt Territory, and he was telling them he was like, "I'd blow it up. I'd blow it all up. Get rid of everybody and start over, like immediately." And I'm like, "You got a point? What are they? I mean, yeah, because what's going on? If like, they would have gotten rid of Dylan C's, which they, which they should have." Why would you not get rid his of Luis Robert? His, his price is the highest right well, now. Well, because especially because he still has another year of control. But if you're going to get rid of him, get rid of Luis Robert because he doesn't want to be there. No. He's going to be there with all pouty face next year. I bet you someone would have still given you a little bit for Yohan Moncada, you too. You should have taken like, anything from like, anybody. For all of them. Tim Anderson, like, just clear house. Get your prospects back. Get people back in your system and start building from there. I mean, because you ain't got nothing going on. Yeah, you have been a home run. Another one? So White Sox do have the uh, 25th farm system. Yeah. So you could have fucked that up. You could have really did. Yeah, you could have built that up. Yeah. You could have built that up real well this year. Let's spend our energy, though, on the Aileys. A lot happened to Aileys. We already talked. We already talked. For some teams, what the Yankees do? What y'all need, Carlos? Y'all needed some hitters. We needed y'all pitchers. needed to go get some outfielders. We needed a left fielder who we ha- we don't have. We needed literally any left-handed bat, any batting at all, and we went and got two relievers, <laughs> two Reynolds, two Reynolds. Hey, tell me what Brian Cashman said at that press conference. Brian Cashman was a fucking clown. What did he say, bro? <laughs> We're still in it to win. Yeah, he said we're still in it to win. It. And I, don't get me wrong, I fucking hate Brian Cashman, and he should be gone. But he did have a quote saying something like, hey, we, regardless of who we would have picked up or not picked up, we were going to have to win with the guys we have, which I get because let's assume we would have gotten a Cody Bellinger. I mean, he would have helped, yes, but at the end of the day, you still need Stanton, you still need Rizzo, you need LeMahieu, you need all those other guys to go. Yeah. You couldn't just rely on a big bat like Bellinger to come in and fix the problems. Would it have helped? Yeah, I'm sure, but he did like it was like I did like that. In the sense where Brian Cashman was like, we need to win with the guys we have because we have these guys. But at that point, if you weren't going to go out and get but anybody, still, you, know, you should have gone. You should have yeah. gone and sold people. And Brian got. Cashman worked his spell on Carlos. Do we hear this shit? Yeah. No. I mean, he's got. It. He's got. He does have a good point. I mean, if I, I like. Yes, you're going to need the guys that you have there. You're going to need the Stanton to finally step up. When has Stanton done anything productive for the Yankees? No. doesn't seem like ever, right? You're going to need the playoffs. In the bull, yeah, in the playoffs. You're going to need Volpe to, do, to, to you know, really come up. I don't think he's been having a great year. You know yeah. what I mean? He's been playing okay, but to say that he's going to be the next shortstop forever, hmm, I don't know about all that, right? Um, Anthony Rizzo, you really need Anthony Rizzo to do something. Yeah, that's that's what he was, DJ so, LeMahieu, like I get this, yeah. But if you are going to go get someone, why are you getting relievers? Exactly that. At that point, that's just a slap in the face yeah. to, to the fan base. Hey, look, we did go out and get people. We did go do something. We did do something this trade deadline. I think it's fucking pathetic. He, we don't have an out, oh, three outfielders, I mean healthy anyways. We don't have anybody who can hit the ball for average or for power for any, just touch the ball. So let's go get two relievers. Yeah, but again, if you were if the Yankees are going to win, it is going to be with the guys they have now. And once Cody Bellinger went off the trade market, which is that all the energy they put, they just put it. I think they put. I think because he was the top. 
that and the fact that he was left-handed helped a shit ton. Cubs winning seven straight fucked that up. And then, yeah, the Cubs winning seven straight and thinking they're going to win the World Series. Well, there was uh, news that they were also after Dylan Carlson for a little bit there. Yeah, but, I mean, Dylan Carlson would have fit the Yankees perfect. A fucking low-average hitter who runs into one every once in a while and strikes out a lot. Perfect for the Yankees. True. Exactly what everybody else in that lineup does. But, yeah, I think the Chicago Cubs really fucked themselves in getting hot at the time that they did. I don't think they're better than the Brewers. Don't think they're better than the Reds. Don't think they're better than the Braves, or Philly, oh, or the Dodgers, or San Francisco. So before you jump over there, I know because you're mad. But before you jump to the Cubs, we will get there. Uh, keep it in the AL East. Boston doesn't look like they give a fuck. They they're not gonna go yeah, for they, it. Yeah, they were the same shit as the they East. got. They East. got rid of Kike. I mean, beyond and, that, they they didn't get rid of the other veterans too. It's almost yeah, like yeah. I don't even know how to say it. It's like. You got caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Like, you're eating a cookie you're not supposed to. And, <laughs> and they were like, we could have these veteran contracts we could have got rid of, but all of a sudden our fan base thinks that we have a chance to make the playoffs. So we can't damn if we do, damn if we don't. They got rid of Kike. They got Luis Urias, though. Oh, they did the, get Luis huh, from yeah. the Brewers. And so, I mean, so that places that, Kike, but. See if, it, you know, the same thing for them. See if a difference in, uh, different scenery helps them. But it's one nope. of those, it's exact it's the exact same thing as the Yankees like. But I feel like they were caught in the middle. They didn't know to sell or to buy. They yeah. they were. Before we get to the most productive team in the AOS AL East, in my opinion, the Rays didn't do shit either. They just got Aaron, what's his name, Aaron Sebo from oh from uh, uh, Cincinnati or from Cleveland, Cleveland. Cleveland. And you know how they do it. He probably turns into a fortified ace. You know yeah, they, yeah. you know what they do. <laughs> but the most active and the most I guess proactive team in the AL East was the Toronto Blue Jays. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and they, they see, made you a happy man. They see, oh fuck yeah! I mean, getting rid of those guys that we got rid of to them and the prospect call that we got back, I'm pretty happy with it. We got like four guys that are top ten prospects in our organization now. Um, three of those being pitchers. I think one of those being another infielder as well too. So shit, I ain't too mad about it. Yeah, right? the Blue Jays did get Jordan Hicks Paul from the Young. Cardinals. Jordan Hicks, Paul and, DeYoung, and. Paul DeYoung. Um, they knew something was up with Jordan Romano. He went down. Has, they picked he, up a Genesis Cabrera, too. Oh, did they? Yeah. When he waved? He was waved, yeah. But they picked him up, too. So, so. yeah, uh, Jordan Romano, the Blue Jays closer, what is on the IL currently, and they went and got, a, got Jordan Hicks. And fucking uh, Genesis Cabrera the other day threw three or one one inning, three hits, three runs, I think. And Jordan Hicks threw one, one inning, three hits, two earned, I think, or something like that for them. For them, just last night, I think. Like, yeah, see ya. Peace. <laughs> so, they made those moves, hoping that it changed the scenery again. We'll give them what they need. Blue Jays make the playoffs, boys? No. Whoa. Nah. No? Mm. Uh, that's a tough one. Currently, right now, the Blue Jays are the third, third and final yeah. wild card spot in the AL. They are two and a half games up on the Red Sox and three and a half games up on both the Yankees, who apparently are in it to win it. And Seattle, who said fuck it. And then the Angels were all in, apparently. Oh. Brandon <laughs> Crawford. Yeah, so anyway. All in and four, and, and four games back to that third spot. So anyway, so the Blue Jays, yeah, they have a lot of people climbing, looking to get them. They're not going to catch Houston. Tampa Bay doesn't look like they're going to slow down, no. even with all that's going on. Shane McClanahan went down today. 
We'll see what that looks like. Yeah, so I think those. Top but, I mean, two. adding adding Jordan Hicks and and uh, Genesis Cabrera, if you're going to rely on those guys, yeah, I think it, I think it makes you worse. Or is that I mean, just because from your? Well, yeah, that's from my experience of seeing them for the last five years come up through the Cardinals but organization. Like these guys it, have been trash. Like it could also be a change of scenery kind of thing. Well, yeah, it definitely could be. But maybe playing on a good team can it, actually. It could be, but until I see, it. I mean, the Cardinals weren't bad last year. They weren't bad the year before that or the year before that either. So about 50 it's games not left, like fifty games left in the season. It's not like they're. It's not like it's been an ongoing thing with St. Louis. This is really the first really horrible year that we've had in who knows how long. Correct. Like, what I mean, about a Chris Stratton, the team. Chris Stratton, another good reliever that we had. He's, I mean, he's just an, an he's going to do what. He's going to be an average reliever. He's going to have some good stuff. You know what outs. I mean? Yeah, he's going to go up there, throw strikes, and get you your outs. But he's not going to blow people by all the time. You know what I mean? He's not one guy that's going to go out there and give you, you know, thirty straight scoreless innings. You know what I mean? Like, you, you didn't get one of those guys in those in that pickup that you got there. And, yeah, Paul DeYoung, I don't know why anybody wants that guy. Right. Like Jose said, they, the Blue Jays were the most active team in the East. But I don't I don't necessarily think they got a hold on that. Do we still better. believe no, that they're No, I don't think have. so. I think they got worse. Like we I said, still, if you're going to rely on those guys, you, you got worse. You didn't get better. They filled the, the gaps that they needed to fill. Um, but with, but obviously with the pieces they fill it it's just duct tape right yeah literally so that's, that's like duct tape that was used somewhere else they peeled it off and now they're hoping it sticks just as good over here yeah, like, that's yeah. That's, that's that's a good analogy I like that one that's a good one all right man so right now currently as it stands there's three AL East teams in the playoffs is that going to be the case come the end of the season oh yeah yeah okay. oh yeah I think now who wins the AL East. Oh, I think Baltimore simply because they're healthy. Yeah. Uh, Shane McClanahan and Tyler Glass now both have been, like, on and off DILS, not necessarily with anything serious. Um, Shane McClanahan did go down today with the, what was it, forearm, forearm tightness yeah. or something. Never, never so, good. So never good when it's forearm, but I think just simply because the Orioles are healthy and have been healthy, I think that's what keeps them on top of that division. I do think... All three wild cards will be an AL East. Um, no, you got to have either the Rangers. Oh no, yeah, my bad. Sorry, I was. Uh, yeah, 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 you're right. So whether I, I think Texas will have that other one, and the third wild card spot is what I meant will be an AL East team, and I mean it so not could the be. Angels? No, okay. <laughs> I don't think the Angels even come right, close. So you got Baltimore, homie. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm gonna stick with the two. I mean they're hot. They're, I mean they've been hot all year. It's not like. It's not like uh, Arizona that got hot and then you've seen them fall in the standings. I mean, the Orioles were there all year. They've been there all year, so I don't see them falling anytime soon. Like I said, I think the Flaherty addition is actually a good piece for them. I think he's going to go out there and kind of do what they want and expect of him. Um, So I think that's definitely going to help out a lot. And now you put him, like I said, you get someone that's got a little bit more of I mean, he's not a Verlander. He's not a Scherzer for sure. But he's still got some veteran presence that you put him in with that young rotation they got over there. And I think it helps boost their confidence too. So, yeah, I got the Orioles going too. All right, man, I'm going to do – I got to be different. Got to be different because you guys both picked the Orioles. I'm going to ride with the Blue Jays, man. Look, the reason why, they still got four games left. With the Baltimore Orioles, they got one left at home and they got three at Camden Yards. But they also have a pretty soft schedule to end the month of August going into September. Let me tell you this right here. They got one, two, three, four, five games, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve games against the Nationals and the A's and the Rockies. 
You know, uh, so right, I, true. and yeah. that's to end the month of August, going into September. But I can, I can, and then after those twelve games, they got a three game set against Kansas City. So in reality, they got fifteen games against teams that they should go thirteen and two. Yeah, but I, I obviously can see baseball's the, baseball. But I can see the Blue Jays being that team that goes out and shits the bed and doesn't play five hundred ball against them. Yeah, and they, that's what I'm saying. When yeah. are they going to figure it out? They got a new manager now. They can't say that anymore. Like, what is it, right? And them being. Six and a half games out it does sound like a tall task for them to win the ALEs. I just want to be out there and say, if they can get hot, that offense, why can't that offense be like Texas's offense, right? And it did get back uh, engine Ryu. Yep. So we'll see how I don't know goes. how he pitched the yellow last night, I believe. Yeah, he, was it last night? I, uh, was it last night or two nights ago? I can't remember when he threw, but he threw recently. And, oh, no, Chris Bassett threw. Oh, no, he did. I mean, regardless, I don't think Hinjin Ryu is a is a difference maker. I don't either. I mean, it's just. I don't think they really. Other than Kevin Gosman and. Um, Kikuchi today went six uh, innings, one run. Against uh, Baltimore, yeah, against Baltimore. Yep. All right, man. We're done with the American League. Let's go over to the Senior Circuit, the National League, and what is the biggest storyline over there, homie? What do you feel like is the biggest storyline in the National League? I mean, the fact that nobody did anything significant. I mean, who really made a big, huge move over there in the National League? I mean, I guess the Mets getting rid of Scherzer and Verlander was probably some of the biggest stuff. The Dodgers went and added, uh, obviously they added Lynn and Joe Kelly. They added Ahmed Rosario. They added Kike Hernandez. But, I mean, they did get Yarbrough. Let's talk about Eduardo Rodriguez real quick. Him declining to go to L.A.? Hey, so, man, if you don't want to go to L.A., I wouldn't want to go to that shithole either. Look, I mean, <laughs> he decided not to go to L.A. try to win a championship on a walk here, he, which would have earned him significantly more money. If he performed. If he performed. Yeah. If he performed. He, he doesn't have to stay there. It's two months. And, hey, if you don't like it, you don't like it. You and he went out and said that from what I read is that, oh, I want to be close to my family who's in Florida. But if the Padres wanted me, I'll go to the Padres. <laughs> they weren't on the no trade clause. Yeah, so I, that made no fucking sense. So, look, my my biggest takeaway of the NL is that the Padres are still going for it. Oh yeah, uh, the Padres uh, are uh, the Padres are all, all in. Had maybe two of the most attractive pieces they could have dealt in Josh Hader and Blake Snell, both on expiring deals. Both regained what I mean. Josh Hader regained what he was, which was a dominant closer, high leverage reliever. And Blake Snell leads the NL in ERA and is out there pitching like you can the thank, Cy Young winner. You can thank Gary Sanchez for that. Gary Sanchez underrated, man. Gary Sanchez, whatever whatever the fuck Gary Sanchez did between being with who? Mike? Wasn't he with Miami, I think? Right before he got released, he was with somebody, got released after like a week or two. With the Mets. Oh, with the Mets, yeah. And then all of a sudden he goes to San Diego and all of a sudden he, he becomes the New world's York. greatest catcher. Scared of playing New York. Well, like, so, I don't. Like, so that, I don't. That's my biggest takeaway with the NL for sure, man. The Padres got Garrett Cooper. They went out. And they got they got rid of Ryan Weathers. That was a little surprising because Ryan Weathers was highly touted. A guy that they felt like was going to be a, a, you know, a thoroughbred in that rotation. And they let him go, but they went out and got some pieces that are Scott, win now pieces. Scott Barlow from the Royals. That one's surprising. Scott who's Barlow. actually, I mean, he's having a not a great year, but Scott Barlow is actually a really good reliever for Q 
Kansas City doesn't nobody doesn't really get talked about because he's on Kansas City, a yeah. shitty team. But Scott, Scott Barlow's are actually a really good reliever. Yeah, so they went out and got him. I think that was a, that was a big plus there. Um, but yeah, I mean, they got Rich Hill, G Man, Rich Choi. Hill and G Man Choi. Yeah. So so they definitely went out and got some pieces of, of names that are recognizable and they're going to be playing. And right now. They're vying for a wild card. Do they catch my Dodgers? No. Nah, eight games back. No. But they are only four games back. Uh, let's say, but they catch a wild card. Of that second wild card, which right now, as it stands, it's a tie between Miami and Milwaukee for that third wild card. And the Phillies are fading fast. We'll see how that goes. But yeah. The Phillies going to get Michael Lorenz, too, obviously, was a big, uh, kind of a big move there for me. But, yeah, the Padres, I mean, if the Padres... I, I, I mean, if the Padres can can hold on and stay in and get a wild card, I mean, I think they can. Uh, I think they can surprise some people uh, in the playoffs. I just, I just think that the hole they dug themselves, I think, might just be too deep. I mean, all you got to do is get in. I mean, no, you're right, but you they gotta also got to rely on the Cubs, the Diamondbacks, and Milwaukee or Miami to lose, and that's just a lot of having to rely on. I mean, again, there's still two months left in the season, so of course, anything is possible. And I'm not saying I'm not counting them out, but I just think it's a really tough task, especially with how tight knit that NL is. I mean, yeah, but I mean, who's who's above them in the wild card standing right now? So uh, right now is the Cubs, who are playing like world beaters. Yeah, they're playing good ball. Okay, Arizona, who you mentioned, cooled off. They're three and seven in yeah. the last ten. They're probably out. They're probably going to continue to rescind. They mm-hmm. actually play each other, Padres and Arizona, next weekend. That so that'll be, be that'll series. be a big series. Yeah, Milwaukee, they are still. Did they do enough? I don't think so. But the pitching in Milwaukee is still what they're going to rely on. Now, Miami, we just saw moments ago, beat Philly in extra innings. They're young. They're exciting. That pitching, I want to say that they don't have the they have the best starting pitching staff, but that probably the the most fun starting pitching staff to watch. Oh, yeah, with uh, I mean, freaking Sandy, Sandy and, anchoring it. And what's Uri his name? Perez. Yeah, Uri Perez. And then they got my boy Edward Carrera. I mean, Jesus Lazardo. They got yeah, all Jesus these guys. Yeah, Flamethrowers, bro. It's flamethrowers, and, and it's fun to watch. now. And to think that rotation got rid of Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez is a piece. Hey, Luis Arraez and Pablo Lopez stuck. trade, if any. If I mean, that was one, one, of, one, yeah. one for one trade. That worked out both That worked ways. out regardless, yeah. All but right. still. San Fran, we're watching right now, tied with Arizona 2-2. They're holding the number one wild card, game and a half up on the third wild card. So, NL wild card looks a little bit more crowded than the AL wild card because we can definitely see a lot of influx, a lot of movement here, and not like we saw in the AL where we saw the the AL East dominating you know, two of the three spots. Here we can really see representation from Central, East, West, whatever may happen there. So, yeah, I mean, you got. I think the Brewers hold on. I think I still think the Brewers. I mean, if if Cincinnati wins, I think they win by like a game, maybe two at most. Um, but I still think the Brewers are going to be up there, and I still think at the very least they get a wild card spot. Right. Brewers are good. They went and added Carlos Santana to this trade deadline. I mean, that's a big piece at a at a first base spot that they really didn't have anyone in. You know what I mean? They were they were uh, playing fucking Rowdy Tellez over there that can't really seem to hit a ball, so. I mean, the fact that they upgraded at that position itself, I think, is big. They still have a great pitch and staff starting rotation. They still have a great bullpen. Like, all the pieces are still there. You know what I mean? Christian Yelich has honestly been playing pretty good this year. Um, 
you still have Adamas. yeah Adamas too like I mean they're still a good a very very good ball club so good enough to win uh, the World Series no that's for sure regardless I think we always I mean, can we could write off all the central teams yeah more than likely you know what I mean yeah. unless unless they come up with something amazing or something amazing happens they just have a great year you know what I mean but I'm not seeing that from anyone this year I um, mean what do you see over there obviously the NL East is a foregone conclusion we're, the the most fun that we have here is going to be the central and the west and then the wild card. Now, what what stood out to you, man? I think um, the NL Central is really going to come down, I think, to the last game of the season between, I mean, if the Cubs can continue to play at this rate, which I don't think is sustainable, then that they'll make it very interesting. But I think the NL Central um, will come down to game 162 for the division, um, saying that whoever doesn't come out of there and win that division, then we'll have that wild card spot. But I think if San Diego can get on the run, which, I I mean, they just haven't been able to. I mean, oh, man, But you just added a Rich Hill to that rotation, okay, too. Okay, 44-year-old Rich Hill. I but mean, it, dude I goes mean, out there, spins the ball, and still gets some people caught looking stupid out yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, once in a while, sure. I mean, Also play for the Pirates where you play the Cardinals, you know. So I, I don't think Rich Hill does a big, you know, anything major to that team. I think it's just a matter of... Can Blake Snell continue to pitch the way he's pitching? Can Joe Musgrove keep going out there? Can Tatis continue to? He just became the four, fourth fastest guy to hit a hundred home runs in you know the big leagues. Call um, it what you want, but that kid's good. Yeah, no, he's very good. Very, I don't, very, yeah. very, very, very good. They did get Garrett Cooper. They got uh, Sean Reynolds and um, Scott Barlow at the deadline. So. Again, they're in. They're, they want to win. They're not giving up. They're not punting on the season. And again, I think all they got to do is just find a wild card spot. If you're a, if you're the Padres, you that'd find a wild the, card spot. I think the, I think you're set. The sexiest pick if they make it in. Oh yeah. Everybody's gonna be like, watch out for the Padres. Right? Uh huh. And what makes to say that they don't win that and then go play the Braves in the first round? And there's not gonna be a lot of people crazy. not picking the, the Padres, right? Yeah. And that's gonna be a good series. Yeah. Like that, I mean, yeah. regardless of how good the Braves are playing, how good they've been. I mean, seven game, if, five if game San series. If San Diego can find know. a way in, which again we're talking about four games to talk to get into that third wild card spot. Um. It, they'll make it very interesting for sure, but I, like I said, there's a lot of teams that need to lose in front of them, and they got to keep winning baseball games. And it's just in my head, it's a lot to ask for. I, I can understand you're going to win, and you can keep you can play as good as you want, but I mean, if if you're if that pitching rotation continue, if that pitching rotation keeps the guys in the ball game not giving up more than three, four runs, I think the offense figures it out. Well, because, yeah. it's, because it's going to come it's down to a, it's, it's, it's going to come down to a point where the fuck, someone on the pitching staff has got to be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, we're out here. We're keeping you guys in two-nothing ball game, three-nothing ball games. Like, you guys should be scoring five, six, seven runs a night. It has to happen, man. Yeah. Like, too much talent. It's too, much, too much talent for it not to happen. Like yeah, it's, no, it's a matter of time. It's a matter of time for them to rip off some shit. Like just Juan Soto yesterday, two home runs. Oh, one of them was a shot too. Man's gonna pick it up. Xander's gonna pick it up. Tatis aforementioned had home runs. He's gonna pick it up. So yeah, they're, they're, so they're six at, and four in their last ten games. Yeah. I mean, what we're looking at is is a very very formidable fucking practice break. Where the fucking Giants get these guys? Uh, but what we're looking at is a team that would be the Phillies from last year. Yeah. Be the Nationals from 2019. These teams that get hot, hot, get hot at the right time, and unfortunately, you get caught in their crossfire. Yep. it's going to be a tough time. So, well, 
in saying that, um, they play the Dodgers four games this weekend. Correct. Starting Friday, Friday to Monday. That's a big series. Then they play two uh, at Seattle. Got to split at least. Got to win against Seattle. And then they play at Arizona. Got to win that series. I'll be there. Then they'll play three against Baltimore, which Oof. is going to be tough. In, be it's, tough. In C- it's in San Diego. If they could win that series, that'd be big. And then they play Arizona again four oh, more good. times the, the next weekend. And that Arizona series is going to be big because they're going to be playing for that yeah, wild, for that card, wild card, card spot. Yeah, yep. I mean, they'll finish. This is Christian Morrell. Christian Morrell, dude. He is a, he did the same thing against St. Louis a couple a couple days ago. Yikes. Yeah, their schedule didn't get isn't that much easier. September, the Giants, the Phillies, the Astros, Dodgers. But again. you got to think about it. Like, you're thinking about it doesn't get easier, but for them, they got everything in front of them. Yeah. To right. do like, what they got to do. They got so everything in front of them to, got, get them to get them into that postseason what? and to get them passed into the World Series. Because, like you said, that that if you get into the postseason as a wild card even with that schedule, imagine how much momentum you're going to have riding into the postseason. Yeah, no, I agree. Right? What Ed, A.J. Peller did, which is the Padres GM, what he did in going out there and the question that the reporters were asking Blake Snell, Josh Hader was, are you going to be around? And they're like, I don't think I'm going anywhere. And then they went out and really doubled down on what they got. They spent the money in the offseason. They don't want to be the Mets. And unfortunately, they don't want to be the Yankees either. They don't want to be a top five payroll that punts. They're going to go for it. Yeah. And this moves that they made, definitely made the clubhouse very very motivated to make this happen i think so too and the schedule is tough but the schedule is what they need to get through to Mm -hmm. make the playoffs and when they do unfortunately they're going to be battle tested they're going to be a scary team and no one i mean i i i really was texting you guys during the deadline the last couple days on like the fucking padres are really just delusional but i think they realized that the padres have the perfect setup to win it all I'm call, I'm saying that now. They have the perfect setup to win it all. To run the table. Win to it run all. the table. Yeah. That's, this is this is what you look for when you're a team, four game back of a wild card spot. You have a tough schedule coming at you, and so you know that if you can get past this schedule and into a wild card spot, you're gonna have that momentum. You see it all the time, like you mentioned with Philly, like you mentioned with the Nationals. This stuff is not a joke. You get hot. You start playing some of these tough teams. You start winning some ball games. Next thing you know, you're in the playoffs, and it feels like you haven't. It feels like nothing's changed from from August till October. You know what I mean? You're playing the same kind of baseball all the way through. You don't even realize it. Next thing you know, you're World Series champions. Like it happens all the time. All the time. So I I think in my opinion, they're the ones that really set that foot out there that they're gonna you know make the move. The Braves have top top too too much. They have the yeah yeah. Like if they would have added a left fielder, maybe. But they, they got Max Fried coming back. They got their Shitty guys thing. coming back. Shitty thing. We always see these teams lose in the in the in the DS. Uh, the D, no this well more likely the CS. I mean sometimes you see them lose in the first well, round. More like, likely they're gonna play the Padres if the, if it happens right. Like this is like this is fan fiction. Like our best case scenario. Well, they would play them in in the yeah DS. The DS correct no. Well, yeah, because the Padres would probably they'll depending the, on where the they lower go. Seat. They'll yeah. be the lowest seed, so they'll be. They'll play the the third place. Well, the third place division winner, right? Because you have three wild cards, so your third wild card spot plays whoever the Reds. The third place Let's division say, winner, which will Reds, probably be the, the Reds, Reds right now. Yeah, Brewers. yeah. So I mean, but uh, you know, like you said, yeah, the Braves. Uh, 
Every, I mean, since the start of the season, they've been the best team. They have the best lineup. They fucking beat the shit out of teams, sure. But isn't that what the Dodgers did the past five, six years? Weren't they exactly. always the best team? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. They got like, one Mickey Mouse ring out of that. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Just because the Braves are essentially the best team in baseball doesn't mean that that, you know, that they're... You like you said, yeah, San Diego gets in. They're, they're probably they're going to be a scary team. Yeah, they're I mean that's what I'm saying. If the they get in and team, they they the get in and they face the Braves, they're like they're going to go that's in not there the first full. Team you play. The, the last team, the Braves for the Braves for the Braves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. is not the one team you want to play. The last team that was from start to finish the best in baseball was the two hundred the 2018 Boston Red Sox. That was the last team that was the best from start to finish. Now, we've seen it recently. It, anything can happen in the playoffs, man. Oh, at any time, and, yeah. It's and let's have a little fun with this. So you know, we pretty much recap trades, major trades on both sides. Fifty-five games or so left in the season. We'll come back to this later, but I mean, we talked in the AL already. Who we think was going to win the divisions, right? We think you guys think Baltimore AL East. We you guys are split with the Texas teams in the AL West. Now in the NL. Does anybody catch the Dodgers in the NOS? I don't think so. Maybe the Giants, if anybody. Cardinal? No, Cardinal? I, I don't. But I don't think so. I, I'm sticking with my gut. I said the Dodgers at the beginning of the year. I said they were still going to be that team. But um, I mean, like I said, San Francisco. Nobody talks about them, and they're only two and a half games back. So they didn't do shit at the deadline. They didn't. But so you could def- you could definitely see a, a San Francisco and Padres getting in as a wild card. You know what I mean? Yep. Guys, it's just like San Francisco's legit too. Like we were talking about last time, they they continue to just put great ball clubs together with a bunch of uh, low cost guys. You know what I mean? And and it works. You know Farhan, what I mean? Farhan Zaidi, man, he was with the A's, came over to the Dodgers, and then he, he got his his job with the Giants as the president of baseball operations. He has made it happen the last couple of years. You got to think about twenty twenty one. They won one hundred and eight games, record. Last year, that was down here. Now they're back. He's putting together teams, like you mentioned, with people that have been written off, and he puts them in the right place, makes it happen. Gives them a chance play, to be to succeed. I mean, they that's play Moneyball, the most extreme out of all the teams that are consistent. Well, they, they have money, too. You know what I mean? Moneyball with money, but they, yeah. they play it where Gabe Kapler, he presses the buttons that he's told to press. Yeah. I don't think he's much of an instincts guy. Yeah, I But think so. he is a people leader. Yeah. And, you, and I know both of you have seen the clip where he takes – uh, that pitcher, uh, what's his fucking name? He, the guy's talking shit at the uh, when he's gonna go pull him off, uh, reliever really, really try to pull him off, and then he's talking shit to him, and then he pulls him inside the dugout. To oh, talk yeah, shit to him. I don't remember who it was. Oh, either, yeah. Yeah. Zach Little, Zach Little, pitcher, reliever. Anyway, long story short, they have the makeup top to bottom to make it. Personally, as a Dodger fan, did they do enough at the deadline? The Dodgers are winning it this year. No. They, no. they do enough. To, this is. I'm coming to the re- realization that this is Kershaw last year in Dodger Blue. That whole Pride Night fucked it up for us. Um, you know, that whole shit with the, that all, you know. And then they had the to make nuns it up to them. Whatever. The sisters of this, prevent, yeah, whatever indulgence some bullshit. Stupid shit. And then they had to give Kershaw Christian Night to make up for it. Yeah. So whoever the PR guy over there fired. He motherfucker. <laughs> So Get rid of that guy. they didn't go out and and go all in for Kershaw. They they kept their 
their top five prospects. Bro, these these clubs don't care about these guys. So these what, organizations don't give I'm a fuck saying, about these what guys. What I'm saying is, this could be it. Kershaw no, it's going to be it. He's going to finish his career in, in, with Corey Seager in, in Dallas. Now, possibly winning the ring. No, I don't want to hear. Now, they're going to win the NOS probably. Yeah, they're going to win the NOS for the division. The ninth time in the last ten years, they're going to win it. And, and then their reign is over, finally. It's not over, man. Oh, we keep pumping these fuckers out, man. Anyway, so we're not going to get to it. That's for another episode. We got <laughs> NOS, you guys both said, you know, they're probably going to hold on. And in the NOS, they'll probably have two representatives al- alongside the Dodgers. I don't know the that they will. They can. I don't know that they will. They definitely can. But I don't know what they will. Like I said, the Padres, the Padres still got a They're tough run. They're not going to win ahead. the division, though. No. We're talking about, I'm talking uh, about just uh, making the playoffs. The two, okay, yeah. yeah I'm talking about the two making the, the yeah, three yeah. teams making the playoffs. Like, the Padres got a tough road ahead of them. And can they do it? Like I said, if they do it, I think that's that's going to be a real good team to put your money on when it comes to the rest of the playoffs. But it's still a tough road. So, I mean, it's very possible that they don't get it done. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So, that's kind of where I'm leaning with that one. But, yeah, the Dodgers win that division for sure. I don't see that happening anytime. Change the Central, it. unlike the AL Central, this one's this Central's pretty fun, though. Like, you know, we got upstart Cincy. We got Cubs who are playing out of their fucking mind. And the Brewers, who are supposed to be the ones that made it happen because they're pitching. Carlos, who you got, bro? I'm going to double down and say uh, Cincinnati still wins this division. Uh, they're playing pretty pretty bad right now. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. Um, have gotten their fucking uh, brakes beaten off by the Cubs these last two games, but I mean, I still think Cincinnati is a. I guess I, I I'm 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 going off vibes in this one, and I think Cincinnati's vibes are a lot funner than the Brewers or Cubs. I'd much rather watch a Cincinnati Reds game than a Chicago Cubs game, and oh. that that's strictly why I'm picking them. I don't think any of these teams are really good or have enough to make a run. No. So that's why I want to see Cincinnati in there instead of the Brewers or see, the Cubs. W- real quick, back to the West. The Padres beat the Rockies 11-1. And that's in what, Colorado. In Colorado, and that's what you got to see from a team like that, right? you got to take advantage of those games, and you got to really pile on that confidence and pile on those reps that you're whooping the teams. They're supposed to be whooping by 10 runs. So that's a good sign I see for the Padres, but. Yeah, the, the, the uh, NL Central, I think I still stick with the Brewers. I, mean, I think I like that pick, man. The pitching's there. Pitching's there. Bullpen's there. Their offense is still really good. I mean, Since he didn't want to gamble anything to get a, really, uh, to get a no. starter. Nothing. Yeah. So, that's a, that was a big letdown for Joey Votto, man, for sure. And uh, They're still going to put up a fight, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. That comes down to the last game of the season, too, possibly. You know what I mean? For the division. Shitty part is that you don't win the division. You probably don't make the playoffs. In the central, so, no. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where it falls down to on them. And then obviously the East. I mean, the it, East is a wrap. It's yeah. a wrap. Ain't no, one, ain't no one touching the Braves. I mean, I mean, it'd be cool to see Miami make a wild card spot. It'd be cool to, I guess, I don't really care much for Philly. You know what I mean? They're still ahead of Miami right now, though. So, I mean, but other than that, I mean, the Braves are, Braves are definitely a World Series favorite. Um, definitely could see that happen again, but will we? Obviously, who knows, right? Who knows? But yeah, man, a freaking awesome, uh, trade deadline. awesome, awesome trade deadline. We have two months left of the regular season, and then we're right into the playoffs, right? So obviously, the push is coming. Everybody's gonna start really playing some serious baseball again because wins are gonna be 
you know, crucial at this time of the season. Now you got to get every single one that you can get. Be in a Padre, right? Be in a Toronto. Be in a a Cincinnati, a Milwaukee, a, Yankee. a, a Yankees, right? Be in Texas and Houston. You got to win every game possible right now, right? You. That's. If, I think that's the most exciting thing. Oh yeah. Come the, the who end wins that division? The battle yeah. for Texas. Who wins that division, man? That's gonna be so fun Not to watch. The Oh no! I mean, the angels are not. The angels are not you can, in it. You can talk this as another bad mistake by the angels front office again. I mean, it's, I mean, unbelievable, man. I think that's what you I go. Mean, you go down. You get rid of what little freaking farm system you do have for players that are absolutely nothing, and then you turn around and probably lose Otani in the off season. The White Sox are probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll take your, two yeah. of your top five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take Lucas Giolito. Oh, you actually want him <laughs> for those guys? Yeah, here for just him. We'll we'll give you Ronaldo Lopez. Here, take him take him before you change your mind. <laughs> oh man, so, yeah, yeah, that's that's what I I'm looking forward to is that Texas Houston run for sure. Oh yeah, man, it's gonna be so fun to JV watch. JV back, Max Scherzer on the Rangers. Let's see how well that clicks. I mean, that's exciting. Yeah, no, definitely that and the uh, AL East run. I mean, obviously you got all those teams above 500. Still all playing very good baseball, so to see how that finishes out is going to yeah, be historically fun, Historically, they're going to have the best winning percentage collectively as a, as a division, but, you know, is a World Series winner coming out of the AL East? Maybe. But maybe it's hard to say. The Braves are going to be the odds-on favorite, man, when they get Max Fried back and they get, you know, I mean, they, they, they got everything you want. Yeah, I mean, the Braves look... The Braves look unstoppable. They definitely look like the team to beat this year. So it looks like everything's going to be going through Atlanta. Obviously, anything can change, but before we wrap we'll up, see man, what just, happens. Just, just, uh, Carlos, you went off on your Yankees earlier, man, so you had your moment. But my Dodgers really, man, they're the Atlanta Braves of the 2000s. That era is over. The, the Braves won 14 straight division titles. One World Series. That was it. The Dodgers are on the similar trajectory where they have historically really good teams and are not capitalizing on what they got. Lance Lynn, Joe Kelly's not going to get it done. No. No. Um, I trade for Eduardo Rodriguez. My dick didn't even move. And I was like, no. happy. I was like, what is that? Like, what is what that? What is that going to do? So. The NOS, they could shore up and make that happen. But I'm not confident at all in a five-game set, let alone a seven-game series, but in a five-game set, we're rolling out there. Game one, Julio, who's who's pitching for his damn contract, doesn't look like it. Game two, where we're going to throw out there. Fuck, uh, Tony, the cat lover. We're talking about where you got Lance Lynn. And throwing then, Lance Lynn game two, then you throw Gosling game three. Where does Kershaw fit in that? Oh, yeah, huh? I forgot about that guy. So we'll see, we'll see where that goes. Offensively, they can make it happen as good as anybody. Obviously, they're maybe a top five, top ten, no, top five for sure, top five offense with more what they got. But we'll see. We'll see. My, my Look at it this way. At least you didn't get rid of your whole team. That's true. I mean, <laughs> they do have one. <laughs> as a Cardinal fan, we threw in a towel. I mean, no, yeah. No you, way. I mean, I mean, 
Could have got rid of Tyler O'Neill still. Well, fuck. That would have been that have been the perfect rule. Is we throw in Tyler O'Neill on one of those deals with Paul DeYoung? You should have got rid of both of them together. And with the price we were going, you probably could have got Jason Dominguez. Brian Cash was in the bucket. But yeah, you know, I mean, the Cardinals completely cleared house. I mean, they emptied a bunch of guys. Um, I mean. Montgomery, Flaherty, all these guys are rentals, you know what I mean, are, are coming up on free agency. So to pick up the prospect hall that you picked up and try to kind of get going from there, because a lot of these guys, too, are probably ready within the next year or two. So I'm not the, mad about it. I believe they received the most back out of any team. Yeah. I believe it was like nine prospects in return is what they got compared to, which was, was, which was the highest of any team at this trade deadline. So. Yeah. The Cardinals uh, definitely you know what the nice under, and a lot of them were pitching. And they rebuilt that top 10, top 15 list. I mean, they yes. added like four guys into that top 15 list, four or five guys. You so. don't got to do a lot to win the Central. No, you don't. Next year, they're right back there. I mean, uh, the I'm guy. So sad if this is Uncle Charlie's last year. I well, it should it should have been last year, but um, they picked up that guy from the the infielder from the Orioles. Um, can't remember what his last name is. Prieto, I think, yeah, right? Yeah. He do hitting like three forty and double A AA and triple A combined this year. Like some of these guys, these pitchers are like throwing out there with like two ERAs. You know what I mean? Like I mean, these guys, a lot of the guys, they're good or you know, so hopefully going to turn out. So I like the optimism, optimism. But you, Carlos, as much as I hate ball. that they've lost and completely shit the bed this year, I mean, at least they went and did something productive in the off in the trade deadline. I believe so. Carlos, I take, take it. this home, man. It's ring twenty eight in the in the picture. No. In 20 years, baby. <laughs> no, not 20 years. I, but I, like I said last episode, I didn't think there was anything out there that would have really made a huge difference for this team. They can't hit. I mean, I get it. If you would have gotten a Soto or a Bellinger or whatever, sure, it would have helped. But, I mean, you were going to win with the guys you have producing, with the LeMahieu's, the Volpe's, the Rizzo's, the Stanton's. But if they can't hit, one guy is not going to make a huge difference on that team. So... And like I said, um, I don't think they win it all this year. Do they sneak in and get a wild card? Maybe. I can still see that. I'm not completely out, of, out on that idea yet. But, I mean, it was just a, a huge letdown to get two middle relievers. It was a huge slap in the face. He just kind of tickled you guys a little bit. Hey, we did something, guys. It was really, that's literally all it was. It was just to say, they, oh, I did get something in the trade. That oh, yeah, I made a move. Uh-huh. And, uh Dave and uh, Yankees fans have made it clear the past two games against Tampa Bay, there's been fire Cashman chants um, going on at the stadium. So. Yeah. Dude, I can't wait for the 30 for 30 when Cashman <laughs> pulls out the tapes on George. I, I, whatever, George. I don't give a fuck what he does. I the mean, tapes, bro. I hope it's next year. I don't care when it is. Brian Cashman's fucking got to get out of there. Has if to. you don't fire Aaron Boone. I don't. I don't necessarily think he's oh, the problem. I don't either. Because Aaron Boone's like, I love how he stands up for all his guys. He's been ejected the most out of any manager. I really do think it's just Brian Cashman formed a horrible team with two hundred and whatever million it was he put yeah. into this roster. I mean, the money, he, the, the the money. So he I don't. Put I don't think necessarily Stanton, yeah. DJ. I mean, the John Josh Donaldson contract, Aaron yeah. Hicks contract. Those are just terrible contracts. So. I don't think Aaron Boone necessarily is a major problem. I'd much rather have Brian Cashman out rather than Aaron Boone. But, I mean, I don't see either of those happening. They both just got extensions last winter, so kind of stuck with them. Yeah, well, 
Our thoughts, our, our thoughts are only here for the fans. The, the people that are only here for the people that listen. Obviously, we have uh, we have our ideas, and obviously they're just our ideas, right? In an ideal world, we would love to have a chance to really see what they go through and what they, uh, you know, what they feel with a lot of these guys. Just to feel that energy and of being a GM and having to make those kinds of decisions and things like that, right? So, um, we can all dream for the perfect role to win another ring right but yeah man it's been exciting we appreciate you all again any last words from you fellas the dodgers losing the ds i'm gonna be like domingo Herman. damn <laughs> get the alcohol charges huh huh no. carlos any last words from you yeah go yanks go yanks and go cards fly cardinal nation we'll catch you guys next time we appreciate all of you guys very much oh.